Hey guys, it's former WWE superstar Hornswoggle here. Keep tuning in to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is The B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio on this dark and cloudy Friday afternoon in San Francisco with my co-host. Everything sucks, everything hurts, I want to die. Hi, I'm Michael Vergara. Oh, I was going to say, is that your new gimmick today? Just like, like, dude, you don't even depressed know. emo teenager. You don't even fucking Everything know, dude. sucks. It's like, this is kind of just like, a, it's, I'm reaching like stress levels. It's like unfamiliar stress levels. Like, okay, like there are times when you're stressed out and then like, oh, there's, I know what's coming. I know like this is, I've felt this way before, but then there's, but then there's this other st- type of stress where it's like, you don't know like what the fuck is going to happen within the next hour or so. And it's been kind of like, and this is a very different type of holiday rush. You Have know? you uh, reverted to alcoholism? Uh, in about thirty minutes. Okay. Well, yeah. at least you're so in the middle of this show. Yeah, at least you're getting. I there. got that. I got that. Jameson just at the ready right now. Oh, that sounds delicious. I need to drink tonight. I need to watch Ru- get drink before I watch RuPaul later. I can't. I'm, I have work tomorrow morning. Yeah, it's a it was a, it's a six week day at work, and a six I thought week I, day, a six day week, six day week. Yeah, yeah that's how. That's how fucked everything is. <laughs> a six-week day. Um, and so, really, I'm just... As long as you don't start reviewing Monday Night Raw on this show, you're fine. Day six is tomorrow, and... Uh, oh, okay. Be... Well, there's a there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, but it's also going to be like a nine-to-six shift. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's it's Usually, I always felt the last days are always the toughest. And the person and the person I'm supposed to be filling in for, that fucking 18-year-old that I mentioned earlier in the Boo. show, yeah, is the biggest heel... He the, sucks. Yeah, yeah no. it's like he apparently sucks. he found like he. I'll say this like they the reason why like the reason why I'm filling in for him is because oh I have a final to take which I'm like okay first of all it takes all day to take a final and then when they asked him like yeah when's your final and I'm like oh yeah no it's at eight like but so you could just p.m. a.m. Oh, what it's like eight a.m. like because it's school. how long is the final is it is he like a yeah no whoa. but here's but is here's he a lawyer. No, it's, I don't fucking know. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Okay. But um, like he's like, if he's like, no. But the boss is like, then you could have made it today. And I'm like, yeah. But then I also have this final that I might be taking today. And I'm like, dude, how do you? How are you not sure? Just, uh, how are you not sure that you're not taking that you're whether or not you're taking a final or not? And you're so you're clearly bullshitting. And I'm like, and he just had like a moment of pause. And so I stared at him. And he was staring at the boss, and the boss was staring. There was like this five second, and I just like I just walked away and shook my head. I could see this dramatic like um, back and forth between you, your boss, like quick quick cuts to you. Yeah, no, I the boss. I, I air all my grievances in this show. I don't air any of my. Grievances well, it is the there. it's the time of festival. It's That's the right. RF video. We're the RF video of you know work grevances. RF video. That's a that's the that's mainly the go to. Wrestle shoot. Oh, oh, is that like video the, the, like the dick company? or not the dick or not one? Like, is this guy yeah. dick or is he not? Yeah, it's I like think the, that's I think that's a different company. There are different companies that like provide shoot. Well, he's like uh, a little interviews. white. He's like a little white guy in a suit, right? Yeah, yeah. He's cool. I forget his name, but I, I like him a lot because yeah, I go with little white guy in a suit. Kind of. He he kind of has he has great big balls. He doesn't really like. He doesn't let any of the wrestlers intimidate him. He oh, asks I'm the sure. Hard I'm sure that they're all they're great. He talks shit about Conan all the time because. Conan like O'Ryan? Conan. Oh. K-O-N-N-A-N. I say, what's uh, wrong with Conan? Because, like, they, he, they paid him a certain amount of money, and he no-showed, and he never gave the money back. Oh, yeah, you're right. I've heard, I've heard that yeah. before on the show. 
But anyways, not guys, that show. We're not yeah. talking about that show. We're talking about the B show where we review NXT, NXT UK, and 205 Live every Friday at uh, whatever time this gets uploaded because we're on winter hiatus for KCSF. Um, but whoa, is something going on with my microphone? That sounds weird. Um, but guys, is it gone? Thank you for tuning. Thank you for tuning in uh, wherever you're tuning in, whether it's soundcloud.com slash city wrestling radio or the other plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and many, many more. But guys, we need your help. We need you on social media. We need we need uh, people out there pushing the the boundaries of of promoting city wrestling radio like share, subscribe, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at CWR four one five. That's at that's a little you know the it's the A with the a circle around the cir- it. Yeah, 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 that one. Um, C W R. Something's going on with my headphones, or or it's my microphone. I can't tell which one's which, um, but I think it's my microphone or my headphones. But it's okay. My headphones are giving out on me, so I'm just gonna take them off. Um, we're we're operating on good faith. Yeah, right? exactly. Well, I, what if it actually sounds like this? Well, I don't know because I don't have headphones on at this point. You want to just pause this? No, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's my headphones. Okay. It's okay. definitely my headphones. All right. Um, they suck right now. I need new. Headphones. Or else the wave, because the, the little wave thing would actually show. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And it cut off at a certain point. And waveform. I recently took a 120 class. I should know about these terms, right? Exactly. How much have you retained out of your 120 knowledge? Out of uh, your 120 class knowledge? A little bit. I mean, you know how to operate Pro Tools in a semi-competent human, the way. The human hearing range is the 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz. Um, Great. Here's your degree. Uh, what else was there? Oh, the Nyquist theorem. I remember that. Which is like two times. It has to be two times the amount of hertz. Yeah. It it what do, yeah, yeah. 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 What doesn't happen, though, if, if you don't do that? Uh, uh, you you get out of sync. Aliasing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then you're supposed to say aliasing just to know that, you know, that you know the terminology well because exactly. it makes you sound smart. Makes you sound like a little smarty. But guys, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about wrestling and wrestling related news. Oh, I thought news. we were talking about the ins and outs of audio production within Shh. the... We need to get those jobs. They're not for them. They're for us. All right. Um, All right, Corey. But yeah, no. Anyways, let's... Uh, I got a couple pieces of wrestling news before we get on... Before we move on into... Um, our reviews for the week because they're kind of like our weekend show now the b show let's kick it off with a little bit of impact wrestling you remember that remember we used to talk about that on this show yeah. on this show the b show oh yeah and then we were like and then we we're like fuck it kicking them to the curb but impact wrestling this we're week not the only ones kicking them to the curb well were they kicked to the curb or the contract expired oh contract expired with pop tv and they have announced their move to the purse the pursuit channel the the pursuit have you heard of the pursuit channel before michael uh it no but i've done a little bit of research on on them about them through social media and uh-huh. it just looks like a fucking dumpster is there fishing on it i feel like there's fishing it's on pursuit, it it's pursuit i feel like the reason why it's called pursuit is because they're after a certain game like game meat so they're like, per- like deer oh it's a hunting channel yeah it's a hunting channel and they're going to have wrestling yeah because, you know. Oh, wrestling's kind of like hunting. You're hunting another man. They're hunting they're... the title. They're on the pursuit of the chase <laughs> of the title. Johnny Moore, Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Impact. Not Johnny Wrestling. That'd be a real damn shame if Johnny Wrestling was on that show. But, uh, yeah. So it's been, pursuit. it's been known for a while that Impact was looking elsewhere for a new home for, for a good couple months now. The bad news is that it'll remain at the 10 p.m. to midnight slot 
um, on Fridays, the same time slot, the huge, uh, they had the huge decline in ratings on pop TV. So this start is going to begin on Friday, January 11th at 10 PM Eastern. I don't know. I don't know the pursuit channel check local listings, Uh, but January 11th uh, impact wrestling will not, will no longer be on pop TV. So do you know when those tapings are going to be happening? Or you think it's just going to be like, oh, we're going to film these Impact TV episodes, but do not mention the channel it's on because we don't want to know how it's going to happen. Yeah. This is Impact Wrestling on Pursuit Channel. <laughs> um, but I, it's really weird. I know they're just about to show their, like on this Friday, they're going to show their one of the iPay-per-views that they did over here with Big Time Wrestling like a couple months ago, like a month ago. Yeah. But they're gonna just debut it on TV now, so I just that, bother, that really bothers me. I don't know. So uh, I got a piece of news. Ooh! So apparently, uh, I'm just reading this off of a. Uh, you know, you watch Botchamania. Are you familiar with Botchamania? I'm familiar. Matthew. Yeah, Matthew of Matthew Greg of Not Botchamania. Math. And if and you know if you don't know it. I don't know how you don't know it because, you know. Oh, you didn't it's know? It's everywhere. It's basically just a like a one guy from England. He's from the same area that uh he's that uh Pacus rum, so they Wait, both does have he fo- I think Matthew follows us. I hope so. That'd be kind of a big he, deal. That'd be kind he, of a big get. I don't I'm not like trying to drop names. Oh, anyways, go on. Yeah. Um but he produces a show called Botchmania where, you know, they where he just kind of compile it's a it's a it's a compilation video of you know, the best botches Indies has to offer. And the best other. botches? Yeah, best as in, like, you know, bad bumps, yeah, screw-ups, yeah. mess-ups, you name it. So apparently, according to Gifskull, uh, the Twitter <laughs> the most Gifskull, yeah. WWE is producing their own Botchamania-esque show, <laughs> Botch Club, on the network, hosted by Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. The first episode premieres on December 28th. It's called Nerds. Yeah, 28th at 7 Eastern. And then Matthew... Um, Matthew he uh he tweeted out a screenshot of that very tweet and then the next one is a picture of the Simpsons of remember that episode of the Simpsons where that uh, the the founder of the Duff Brewery yeah, says we're going to have alcohol free duff and yeah, then like I'm sorry we're closing for business yeah and I'm like well that's the end of me that's the end of Duff Brewery yeah yeah and so who knows i guess that's just you know WWE network just really just going for the jugular for a certain for everything now for online you know communities are they going to start having like a they review- should just hire Matt. Are they going to have do that. review shows? Like, welcome to the Rob. I mean, they have they wrestling have, podcasts. If they have the Rob review. Can we sue WWE? I don't think you can. I mean, we don't. We've never really formally copper. Dude, we let's talk later. Well, let's yeah. talk later. Let's talk off the air. Yeah. Anyways, but remember, if WWE, remember, want, remember, if, like, if, if they want to buy the show, I mean, that's cool too. I mean, they can have the rights to City Wrestling Radio. I mean, yeah, a lot of people are as uh, the founder. But I heard it's New all Japan, all liquidations comes towards my bank account, well, Michael Vergara. Uh, liquid, or I almost said Liquid Wrestling Radio. <laughs> uh, new, I heard New Japan was interested in in City Wrestling Radio too. So I don't know exactly. You know, I don't know if. I would, I would give my nah. allegedly. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, events wants to offer us something. That's cool. Whatever. Anything but yeah, else? what else are they going to do? Like, what else are they going to like? I don't fucking know. And the thing is, it's it's going to be it's only going to be WWE focus only. And I know Matt Botch, Matthew of Botchmania doesn't like only a good like five percent or ten percent is WWE. actually from WWE since yeah. it's a very well produced wrestling show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's like they're not gonna like put up a picture of like if Brock Lesnar does like a horrible botch, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, they're not gonna put that up and be like, oh look at Brock Lesnar, oh, our Universal Champion, he sucks. <laughs> you 
you know, like they're going to pick and choose exactly what they show and they're going to use it to bury people. Honestly, like you're going to see Bailey up there be like, oh, Bailey, sorry, you shouldn't have went for that hug today. I don't know. It's some dumb joke I just thought of. I don't know. It's just, it's dumb. Hire yeah, Matthew. So, no, Hashtag sorry. hire yeah, Matthew. Yeah. I was too busy drinking water to laugh. Still water. It's water. Uh, next up in the news, uh, I got a little piece of, uh, of knowledge I'm going to drop on you. There's a return date scheduled for, like I said, our universal champion, Brock the Sock Lesnar. Uh, he said to return, what is it? On the go-home show for Royal Rumble, uh, it was that Monday, January 21st in Oklahoma City. Uh, it was announced by the Oklahoma City, uh, like their arena's Twitter account. I don't know what their arena was called. Um, but yeah, Paul Heyman's appearing on this Monday show on Christmas. Uh, spoilers, he says a Christmas carol. Spoilers. Christmas okay. Carol. If anybody can do a Christmas carol, it'd be Paul Heyman. Hickory dickory dock. Yeah. That's he's not. He, he doesn't even celebrate Christmas. He, he he's is, Jewish. He's very outspoken Jewish person. Yeah. Um, so, what is this? A rib? Like the Jewish guy? Oh, definitely. It's yeah. definitely a rib. It's a rib. I want some ribs. I'm hungry tonight. Anyways, let's move on. Any other news you got over there? No, I'm I'm, I'm good. All right, let's move on to um, NXT UK, right? Shall we? Or yeah. 205 Live? Uh, NXT UK let's because NXT that, UK. that goes that goes on first. Exactly. Let's kick off NXT UK with the NXT UK report. Uh, starting off hour number one, we have friend of the show Jordan Devlin. Actually, <clears throat> uh oh, breaking news. Uh, Paige tweeted out at twelve fifty six p.m. December twenty first, two thousand sixteen, two thousand eighteen. So I tried to make one last match before my time as SmackDown Live GM came to end, but unfortunately. Becky Lynch, WWE versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship is not official for the Royal Rumble. Uh, Hashtag oops. So, yeah, <coughs> another piece Wait. of news. They announced Becky Lynch versus Asuka for the Royal Rumble, as reported by Wrestling Observer on Twitter last uh-huh. ni- as early as last night. And now, yeah. that, now Paige is tweeting out that that match is canceled? Why? I guess beca- because the actual story going around is that that news that um, they accidentally showed that promotional piece during main event during one during one of the oh during a taping for for main event yeah but that's on monday Main event tapings on Monday, so they must have shown that's, it all the way back what, on that's Monday. That's what I'm reading. Like, yeah, yeah, got, yeah no, I believe. Yeah, like, they, I, like I some you. graphic got out there, and apparently, some people are reporting it. Wrestling Observer reported it. Ah, uh, yeah. So, so now I, they're just trying to I don't backtrack know, so, somehow. Yeah, so now they're just pretty much backpedaling. But then, how do you, how do you not back? How do you backpedal from that? Because like, because they probably have plans to make Becky the Rumble winner now. Yeah, make the make her the Rumble winner, or like. You also kind of have that story beat, I guess, you know, ever since that whole fresh regime, fresh authority figure. Like, the one of the thing, main things they said was no immediate rematches. And so, I guess. That's stupid. It's stupid. I mean, rematches were always kind of dumb. <coughs> like, no, contractually weren't. obligated rematch. I don't think so. It, it's I, something that happens, some, in, it happens yeah, in boxing. But then it's, so, it's just something that just. It happens in boxing. Who cares? Bo- wrestling is not boxing. We are in the sports entertainment business, Corey. Like you, you, Does New Japan have rematches? I don't think so. Yes, they do. I don't know. They do. But then they don't do it immediately. Oh, they do. Okay. Give me like an example. Right away. Give me an example. Kenny Omega. Nope. Yeah. Kazuchika Okada did think not. Think about Kenny Kazuchika Omega. Kazuchika Okada did not get his his uh, contractually obligated rematch when he lost that title against what? Kenny Omega. They don't have a Monday Night Raw to do it on the next night. Yeah, but then they could have easily done it. In a, in they a need a Monday Night Raw for New Japan. 
Like a show that's like really bad. I need you to stop fooling around. Oh, okay. NXT UK. Let's kick off the first hour of NXT UK with our friend of the show, Jordan Devlin versus Wild Boar Mike Hitchman. Uh, the match started off with a slow collar and elbow lockup between the two men. Devlin gets the upper hand uh, by laying a series of punches on Hitchman. Uh, the boar fights back with a standing moonsault to Devlin. It's kind of interesting to see someone of his stature pull off a standing moonsault. Uh, he hits a corner shoulder tackle to Devlin, um, then eventually comes back. Devlin hits his own shoulder tackle to the boar. Devlin hits the Pele kick to the boar, goes for a moonsault, lands on his feet, standing up. Devlin then is grabbing his thigh when he comes down. He looks visibly pissed off at this point, uh, but he does. Uh, he gets hit with a pop-up power bomb by the wild boar. He misses with an inverted cannon bomb. Devlin eventually hits Ireland's call and onto the boar and the pin and the win. Jordan Devlin still... Still, uh, is he still tearing it up as a heel? Yeah, is that he's, they're really playing that up. I think him? he's going to be the next NXT UK champion. That seems to be that seems to be the direction. Absolutely, that he seems to be getting. And if anybody's worthy of the NXT UK championship, it's Tyler Bate. But I can, I'll settle for Jordan Devlin. I don't think Tyler Bate deserves. I mean, I mean was, he's in tag scene now. Yeah, I. <coughs> ooh. Excuse me. I kind of, I kind of just sort of feel like feel like he's kind of just. He's a big he's, strong boy. He's kind of in. He's kind of. Uh, what do you call it? He's kind of in purgatory at that at this point right now. Like he's not. Do they? They, they don't have NXT UK tag titles yet. No, they, they do. The, well, they, they do. Well, they do. They introduced them. Remember, I told you last week they introduced them in a video segment, but it was for the first time. But it seemed like they were reviewing. But yeah, they've introduced it's, them. The messaging has been very complicated in regards to that. But then, I mean, yeah, I just think Tyler Bate is. Uh, I think he's capable of more. He's good. He's really good. And so him being in a tag, like as as much as I fucking love the Mustache Mountain Undisputed Era match, like yeah, that seems to be like the only thing that's that that's the only claim to fame that Tyler Bate has made this entire year, and it's, I mean, it kind of speaks volumes to you know how he's positioned right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, just one good match, and then that's it. An entire year, and should, there should be it. more. Uh, let's Jordan Devlin. Uh, after the match, though, uh, Jordan Devlin gets on the mic and says, uh, you know, you fans are going to learn what all what this punk just learned is that the ace trumps all. So, like, I don't know. I think do they want him to get booed? Yeah, he's a heel. Yeah, but that he's working heel. But then, like, I kind of have this sort of feeling that I mean, did he get a lot of heat? Did he get booze a lot? I mean, not really. Yeah. So I just think that their way that's just gonna babyface him in a way because you know how that's just kind of how wrestling culture is now. Once you have somebody who just has a fire in them, no matter but he has no a matter, sinister theme song. But then no matter how good or bad, no matter how good or bad, as long as you're like entertaining and talented, you're gonna get you're gonna get babyface. And I yeah. feel like I mean, look at um, look at Zach Gibson. Like, hey. He's not like. He's, he doesn't really have anything to offer. Rather, do not take your shoes off, please. Oh, okay, sorry. But um, sorry about that. But I feel like they're just doing. I well, the thing is, I feel like he's getting heat, heat just for the sake of you know audience just wanting to do some dumb fun shit for themselves, just rather than him, uh, rather than Zach Gibson just you know being an actual legit heel. I think yeah. the audience are just doing those shoes up thing. But with Jordan Devlin, I just feel like he, you know. He's just bec- he's he's becoming just more of an entertaining. He's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's really amazing. great. And I just don't really think good. if they want him as a heel, or are they, or are they just going to Pete Dunn him, where like he just gets naturally over, and they're just going to go with it. 
No, he's Do you be- honestly see Jordan Devlin just being like... He's been heel for a long time, though, even in his OTT days. Yeah, but then uh, but then he's a phenomenal face, especially in his match against Valter. Was he working face in that match? You you're facing against Valter, and then you are like... You are significantly smaller than him. You're going to get baby-faced. Considering baby how many, considering how much of a monster heel, gothic baby face, like Walter knows how to, just man, yeah. man, I don't know. I'm rambling. Next up, we have uh, Mustache Mountain and backstage. They're walk, well, not backstage. They're walking to the arena. I always love their them walking to the arenas because it's always so tranquil outside, like outside in these British like landscapes. Like you see like a field in the background, these old British buildings, and them just walking to the arena with their suits on. Um, they're just, you know, saying they have their eyes set on the NXT UK titles. Next up, oh, Fabian Eichner. Uh, he's uh, go- B Show's very favorite. He's the mascot. He's the he was yeah the mascot of the B Show. Fabi Show and Fabian B Show Eichner. Uh, he faced off against the English Lion Eddie Ryan. Do you know Eddie Ryan? I mean, all I know is that his name rhymes with lion. Well, good because he's the English Lion. Eddie Ryan. He's like the Barclays logo. Yeah, actually, he comes out in a mask and kind of like a tiger mask, but it's a plastic, like a plastic just covers the front and he takes it off. And Nigel kept referring to tiger mask in this match, which I thought was very strange because, you know, the the symbolism, the connection in New Japan pro wrestling, but they don't mention New Japan. So um, I uh, was a Ryan is the hometown hero in the Plymouth uh, area. Um, Eichner goes for a handshake at the beginning of the match. Ryan's not impressed. He hits his hand away. Back and forth between the two men. Ryan gets up some steam. Eichner then cuts him off with a tilt-a-whirl backbreaker. Eventually, we have a spinning uh, was a spinning uppercut to Eichner. Uh, Eichner then gains control, throwing Ryan into the stairs. Spinning powerbomb to Ryan. Eichner gets the pin in the wind. So Eichner now gets a win after last week where he lost to, um, what was it, Mark Andrews? Or was 50, it? 50 booking. It knows no so. borders, Corey. Yeah. Next up, we have Mustache Mountain. There should have lost in the first place last week. No, he shouldn't have. Uh, next up, Mustache Mountain versus Saxon Huxley and Tyson T Bone. Uh, they just booked this match because they they <laughs> wanted to book two competitors with the, for their first and last name having the same sounding letters into them. Huxley and Bone. No, who's the, what's his Saxon name? Huxley and Tyson. Saxon Huxley and then Tyson T Bone. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Doesn't weird. Doesn't it just slip off the tongue? Tyson, T-Bone, Saxon, Huxley. Yeah, just that's why they booked that match. Yeah, well, they're just booking these matches now just because they have... funny right in front of each other. Huxley, yeah. Huxley Bone? Yeah. Huxley Bone. Uh, they're just booking these matches because they have literally one or two ideas that can happen for an NXT tag, tag champions, but they don't want to immediately put the titles on someone, but they want... You know, it's like they're just putting... Like, all these teams are just people put together. Like, of single superstars. Like Rude and Gable? Yes. It's annoying. Well, at least now they have. Or Kendrick and Tozawa. I actually, well, I got stuff to say about Kendrick Oh, you got stuff to say. Let's see. Tyson and Bates start the match. Tyson using his, um, uh, his over... Su- bait? What? Tyson using strikes back and forth. He's using strikes back and forth. I don't remember. I messed up on my notes. Don't rush me along, young man. No, I said move along. No, I'm, no. I don't want to move along. I'm going to try to get through this. Tyson then uh, hits an elbow to his own partner at one point. Uh, Mustache Mountain uh, tr- hit their finisher on Tyson T-Bone and the pin in the win. So Trent Seven gets the pin on um, T- 
Tyson Debo. I kind of like Tyson Debo. He reminds me of a character from Tekken. Uh, which one? I don't know. I want to say like he can be like Steve Fox's like uncle. Let me look, let me look up Tyson Debo. He'd be like, uh, sorry, boy. sorry, if you didn't notice already, I did not watch these. The UNXT UK. He's episodes. just like, yo, you know, I got a shirt. It's unbuttoned, but I got pants on too. But I got. Does everybody just sound like Pete shirt. Dunn to you? <laughs> that's 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 not Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. That's definitely Pete, Pete Dunn. Look, this he's got something in his mouth because he's got a mouth guard. I don't think he looks. I mean, can, he can I guess? be. He can be Steve Fox's uncle, dude. No, Steve Fox is a. He is a, like he has. He has like really yellow blonde hair, like slick back. I his see. Uncle. I look at. I look at Tyson T Bone. This guy looks like something out of Call of Duty. All right, all right. Like, he looks like the cover guy for Black Ops Two. He looks like a ruin. Next up, we have uh, Radsy. Radsy backstage with. Now Dave that's Mas- a guy who I think would actually come uh, out of Tekken. He actually. Yeah. He probably. He looks like Zach from Dead or Alive. I could see him in Dead or Alive for sure. Uh, Radsy backstage with Dave Mastiff after beating Eddie Dennis last week. Mastiff has his eyes set on the NXT UK Championship, but not before Eddie Dennis attacks him from behind and says he's not done with him yet. Eddie Dennis still the monster and looming over Dave Mastiff. After this, we have, oh, your favorite, Michael, Isla Dawn. She put a spell on me. Still not wearing white. I still don't care. Well, you sound apparently you do. I don't care. Okay. Okay. Don't care. Then don't why isn't she wearing it. white? Well, why are you asking? I thought you didn't care, Corey. I don't care, but why isn't she wearing white? I don't know. She's the white witch. Just Anyways, she has a title match against uh, Rhea Ripley. Uh, Vic Joseph mentioning. Okay, so he mentions in this match. Uh, Rhea Ripley defending her title at Evolution. Michael, you remember watching Evolution, right? Yeah, it was a good paper. When was the NXT UK Women's Championship match? Uh, Go on. It's fine. It took me a second. I had to actually look it up. It it, it didn't happen for us on TV. Okay. Um, it happened for the people in attendance, and it was pr- it was made to believe that it never happened because they didn't crown a champion at the time. But yet they're referring to it on this show. At the same time, saying this is her first defense as the NXT Women's it's, Champion. Wrestling's hard, okay, especially when you got no. to tape in advance. These aren't hard. Just think about it. Plan it out. Storyboard it. I know it really shouldn't be this hard. It's that's, <sighs> and you and you'd expect better out of a company like WWE, where they're a multi-billion-dollar co- or million-dollar company. I don't it's know. It's billion. Okay, multi-billion-dollar company. They can't hire fucking two kids from Full Sail to just write a storyboard out. Yeah, they just hire us. Yeah, just podcasts, you don't even have anymore. yeah. Honestly, Jose, can we hire Jose too? Eh, we'll think about it. Noah? Mm, he, no, he has work. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so uh, back and forth between Ripley. Ripley beating down on the White Witch. Uh, eventually she hits an inverted clover leaf to Isla Dawn. Dawn, dude, she was put in the submission, and she turned redder than a freaking tomato. Like, redder than Brock Lesnar. I mean, don't you ever get, like, I mean, you're a pretty pale person, no offense. Don't you ever get red when you're mad? Yeah, yeah but this girl was, like, red. I know. Like, burgundy red. I know. That's Isla Dawn for you. Uh, eventually, Isla Dawn does hit the black mask on Rhea Ripley. Uh, eventually, she hits uh, what I'm going to call the, the Wiccanplex. I'm sorry. Can we just interject for a second? What? We're just doing a quick interjection. So Ted, so Stephanie Rip, McMahon, Rip, Rip Tide, Isla Dawn, uh, Ripley Wentz. What's up? Stephanie McMahon tweeted a flashback Friday of a picture of herself and um, uh, Shane McMahon. 
as like as kids. Wait, which one's which? Uh, okay, I can Stephanie tell is the one on the with the bowl cut. Yeah, looks like Will from Stranger Things, and Shane McMahon just is just the boy over God, there. They are just stereotypical little '80s kids. Yeah, Happy Holidays from the McMahon. Uh, hashtag FBF at Shane McMahon. And you know what Ted DiBiase tweeted? What? Merry Christmas, two handsome young men there. <laughs> oh. oh my God, Ted DiBiase, man. The senior. Senior, yes. Senior, not junior. He comes from money. Whatever happened? Whatever happened? No, Ted DiBiase Junior comes from money. I think he, he like he's, class. He's, I think he sells like college books now. I don't know. You he too. got out of the business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So next up, we have our number two of NXT <laughs> I just UK. Wanted to share that. And our number two, NXT UK, Tony Storm versus Charlie Morgan. Charlie Morgan, I think this is like her third match overall. She's 18 years old. A lot of 18-year-olds in this NXT women's division, I've noticed. <sighs> I'm just saying a lot of youngins out there. Uh, handshake to start the match. Uh, Storm takes control early with strikes and a drop kick, eventually hitting the Storm Zero. It was pretty much a squash match with a little bit of back and forth. Tony Storm gets the pin and the win. After this, uh, we have uh, Morgan, Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews versus... James Drake and Zach Gibson. You told me to keep my shoes on, so I guess I will. Uh, Andrews and Gibson start the match. Eventually, Gibson distracts Morgan by throwing his wrist tape. He takes his wrist tape off and throws throws it at him, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I, yeah. Uh, I'd be pretty mad if that happened to me. Gibson and Drake isolating uh, Morgan Webster. Eventually get a hot tag to Mark Andrews. Hurricane Rana to Gibson. Strikes to Drake. Uh, eventually get a ticket to ride, which is kind of like a code breaker to Andrews by Gibson and a kick out tagged to Webster. Let's just skip to the end of the match where we had uh, the Shankling gigs locked in on uh, was it on Mark Andrews for the submission uh, after the match. Uh, Fabian Eichner. Well, he came down right before this to distract the two Morgan Webster and um, Andrews. Yeah. So they fought him off and yeah, they're going to continue with this Morgan Webster, Mark Andrews, Fabian Eichner angle. I'm looking forward to it, Corey. Yeah. I'm looking forward to you telling me this. Hey, you know what? It's great. Every day. I love it. Is how is is NXT UK I mean I It's know. fun. It's yeah. new. It's new. Was NXT Is there growing pains? Uh, maybe a little bit, but it's it's not bad. Am I even using that phrase correctly? I don't know. If Leonardo DiCaprio's involved, yes, you are. Oh yeah. He, he, he was. was on the show, yeah. Next up we have uh Nina Samuels versus Killer Kelly. Killer Kelly. Cause gotta love Killer Kelly. One of my favorites on the roster. Whatever happened to Tanara Conchi? She's on a uh, regular NXT. Oh, she's on Instagram a lot. Yeah. I no, see. I just one of my favorite things about her. I don't want to Don't want to get. Don't. I'll just say this is that her uh, her theme <laughs> song is a, is amazing. What is? Oh, want to be like me? Who? Oh, want to be like me? Oh Ooh. yeah, that's cool. It's like British hip hop. Yeah. Looks like Dizzy Raw School. Dizzy I want to be like me. Ooh. It's like the NXT UK theme song. That's all I got to say about Killer Kelly. <laughs> Uh, it reminded me of Tana Arconchi's theme song. Killer Kelly versus Nina Samuels. Uh, Nina Samuels looking more aggressive in this match. Uh, we have a suplex of Samuels in the corner. Basement dropkick to Samuels, but Killer Kelly uh, goes for another suplex, but Samuels grabs her by the hair, hits a tiebreaker, and Nina Samuels gets the pin and the win. Killer Kelly, it just sucks, man. I She's, kind of, she's pretty over with the fans, even though she works heel, um, but still doesn't get any push. It's unfortunate. I would like to see her... Uh, more of a main event status. Next up, Radsey. Radsey, you know Radsey. He's backstage with Fabian Eichner. Eichner, he's pissed off because, you know, it was a two-on-one when he went out there and ruined someone's match. So he's going to go out and find a partner of his own. Who did, Didn't he used to have a partner? 
Who, Radzi? No. <laughs> Radzi be his partner? It should be. Radzi could be his partner. Please tell me it was Radzi. I don't know. Eichner just said he's going to go you find him. watched the show. He didn't have a match this time. It's going to happen next week. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Come on. It's not like he's like, I'm going to go find a partner. I'll be out there in five minutes. Mm. He's like, I'm going to sit and think about this for a week. I'm going to get on Facebook, send some messages out. Next up, we have our main event from NXT UK. Uh, Travis Banks versus Joe Coffey. It's a pretty good match, actually. I just, I don't know why, but Travis Banks doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. He's just kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Joe Coffey, I love You know what? Him. Honestly, like, a good amount of the NXT UK roster Does. isn't really doing much for me. Yeah. And like we, they're, that's why they you know, like they, people like Sid Scala as like you know assistant to the general manager and things like, like that. As much as like the like the British indie wrestling scene community has been kind of the sky is falling. Oh no, these contracts like these latest set of NXT UK tapings doesn't leave much for inspiration. No, in not terms at all. of like, I'm, yes, the match qualities are fine, but it's it's getting to a point where it's even below two hundred five live in terms of urgency and just. It's just reasons to really watch this there's show. There's like more. There's more of it to watch. And Pete Dunn is like is clearly Brock Lesnaring this entire division. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, like he could like yeah. As much as Pete Dunn is, he's, he's gonna go to the main roster eventually. Yeah. As much as NXT, yeah, as much as like he takes pride in being NXT UK Championship, like just the fact that you know like he's he's capable of way more, and like we see that in that like in Vanilla NXT, and I'm like, what should he? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, I feel it. Uh, Travis Banks versus Joe Coffey. Match starts out with the two exchanging blows. Um, Coffey takes control early by throwing Banks into the barricade on the hurt shoulder, focusing on the shoulder most of the match. Eventually, we get a shining wizard to Joe Coffey. Coffey uh, fights back with a double stomp. And eventually, towards the end of the match, uh, we have back-and-forth strikes, followed by a massive lariat and a pin and the win. Joe Coffey pins Travis Banks. I love Joe Coffee though, and I love the new theme song for Gallus. Well, I mean, hey, that it's 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 a good thing Joe Coffee won because Travis Banks does nothing for you, right? So exactly, yeah. and Joe Coffee me does everything for me. I oh, am yeah. living for Joe Coffee. Why isn't he wearing white? It, well, he's not the White Witch. Okay, cool. He's like he has a Gaelic uh, um, gimmick, and he comes out wearing green, so I'm cool with it. Well, were you cool with NXT UK? Yeah. I'd give it about three flare chops. Would you go? Okay. Would you go out of your way to watch this entire thing in its entirety, or a pick and choose? Pick and choose. Pick and choose. And pick what and would choose. be the pick and choose? Uh, Devlin and uh, uh, Mike Hitchman. Not Isla Dawn. No, it was pretty much a squash match. I mean, uh-huh. Rhea Ripley's awesome. So if you if you like Rhea Ripley and you like Isla Dawn, well, we got a match for you. Hey, go check it out. I would. Fun times. Fun times. I I honestly did, but you know. Anyway. Yeah. Next, that was NXT UK Live, hour one and two, uh, being as confusing as ever. Uh, we are on to 205 Live, Woo! the most exciting 49 minutes and 42 seconds of television, when only 45 minutes was actually the show. Hideo Itami and Aria Davari open the show. Aria tells the audience to shut their damn mouth and what? show the respect Hideo Itami rightfully deserves. He can't watch the gross mistreatment of this quote-unquote legend. His feet aren't just educated, but he has a doctorate in smashing people's Thugonomics. skulls. Oh. This is, this is Ari Davari talking to the audience, by the oh, way. Oh, I thought, it was, I thought he was no. going to say Thugonomics. Oh, of course not. Uh, Drake Maverick interjects in and threatens a Tommy and Araya. No, he threatens? No, he interjects in and threatens a Tommy and 
Aria a suspension. Noam Dar enters the stage and talks to Maverick off mic like, Hey, you want it? Hold on. I got it. I got a Maverick. Give me the match, please. Give me the match. Oh, they turn the gain they turn the gain up on those microphones so loud at yeah. that point. Yeah. And so yeah, Dar enters the stage, talks to Maverick off mic, and Drake makes a match between Hideo Tommy and Noam Dar. Noam Dar versus Hideo Tommy. Both these guys have really nice hair. Who do you think has the better hair out of both of Wait, them? Wait, who is this? Noam Dar and Hideo Tommy. Uh, Noam Dar, Hideo Tommy. Uh, I would like, say Hideo. Hideo has like he, it's more thicker. Full. Yeah. yeah, it's thicker, thicker, thicker hair. So for he's sure. willing to style it. He can, yeah. He can, there was a brief moment in time where he kind of had a Kate from Johnny Kate plus eight do going on, but it was black hair. Who? Kate, you ever heard? Of, you ever watched that show? Oh, uh, Johnny yeah. Kate plus eight. Yeah, and she kind of like had that hairstyle that was kind of defined. The, uh, the the mom at the time, like the mom. Oh style. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. What you're I remember about. Hideo Tommy having that for quite some time. Uh, Dar does a series of butterfly spins, transitioning to an attempted backslide spin, backslide pin. Excuse me. Dar dangles on the top rope, leading to a leg drop from the turnbuckle for a two count. They exchange strikes. Tommy looked a bit heavier than what I remembered. You notice this? A Tommy? Yeah. You you think no, he, like he kind of would like? Did he put on some weight? I feel like he did. He appeared like a way like a little bit chubbier than before. Huh? You know that's I think that's just what two hundred five live does. Maybe he's like no, I just eat and I get out. It's of the a rock. coping mechanism. They're like no, we're just gonna give you a kayfabe weight, dude. Yeah. Uh, he does a face rub with his boot after teasing a stomp. Atami continues to build heat. Dar works Atami's ankles to mount a comeback. Dar pushes Atami twice to build distance for a forearm to knock Atami down. Dar attaches Atami's ankle to the bottom rope, but Davari distracts Dar. But and it buys Atami time for the basement drop kick and folding knee strike pinning Dar. Um, I forgot to mention. I think Davari has the nicest hair out of all three. Actually. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, it was a match. Uh, I hope hopefully this leads to an Atami push, but with Murphy as champion, I can't really find a meaningful spot for him. So really, oh Atami, no, yeah, yeah. So it's just two, again two hundred five live purgatory for yeah. him. Yeah. You know, until it's not a really a, good show for heels until they have a tag division. Mm-hmm. What else happened? Uh, they recap Murphy's title defense against Cedric Alexander at TLC. Fine. Uh, Murphy meets Drake backstage. Says he beat both Alexander. And Ali, I can't really do an Australian accent anymore, uh, which is true, by the way. He, both me not not knowing how to do an Australian accent and him yeah, yeah. Alexander and Ali. Uh, he says he's not just one of the best cruiserweights. He's the best. And he wants to prove by asking for number one contenders. Drake asks, no, Drake says he'll get something together by next week. And uh, I just thought it was a very bold concept for WWE to have a, have a heel champion actually wanting to wrestle. I mean, it's. I mean, remember Randy Orton when he became the undisputed champion? It's like I shouldn't be wrestling for this title. I shouldn't like that. Is one of the worst. I want the night off. Yeah, that is just one of the worst things. Here, shake my hand. Like you're a wrestler, you expect to stop the wrestling? Like the fuck is? He's like, yeah, I made it. Why am I even watching? Okay, I'm I'm done. Yeah. Anyway, Leo Rush. He faces Bailey's fiance Aaron Solo and cuts a promo on how busy he is. Oh, that was Bailey's fiance. That's Bailey's fiance. Funny. Uh, on so yeah, uh, Leo Rush cuts a promo on how busy he is, and that he's so busy that he just straight up punches Aaron Solo in the face. Solo yeah. mounts some office, but is quickly done. Final hour on Solo, Rush wins. I guess you know, I guess they're building something with Leo Rush yeah. at Two Five Live now. I guess it's just a consolation prize for like what he's doing on Raw. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, selfie promo from Cedric Alexander. He says it takes a lot more slip to make him quit. 
Still his show, his division, and Murphy is holding his championship. Uh, best of 205 Live uh, next week, so I guess that means there's no 205 Live next week. <laughs> it's just a pretty much a clip show. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. And uh, no B-show next week? Uh, I mean, there's still NXT, right? What can we fill no. the time? I don't know. We're st- we're, is that, that's after the CW. No, because 205 Live is just like the, oh, that's the, that's the, the life main. force of B-Show, right? Anyway. Yeah, exactly, right? Main event. Uh, Gulaker, Jack Gallagher, and Drew Gulak versus the Brian Kendrick and Akira Tozawa. Street fight! Street uh, fight? It's uh, going to be a what? A girl fight? Yes. Uh, Brian Kendrick shaved. Yeah, I, he, thought, yeah. I thought it was a time machine. I thought he was just like, he unlocked alternate attire. Like, he just went straight out of, like, the tag team division with Paul London here. Like, he looked about... 15- I was waiting for Ezekiel Jackson to come out with him. <laughs> yeah, he looked about, like, 15 years younger. And I like it. I like this new look for Brian Kendrick. It really goes to... It really makes literal baby face. Well, yeah, because literally at the beginning of the show, when they showed that clip from last week of him being like, I changed Drake Maverick. I want to change. Yeah. He seemed like a homeless person. Yeah, he you literally see, he was just like desperate. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's I, like one of those people who's just like who, you know. Yeah, you know, like who say they they swore they're clean, but then they relapse instantly. Just one of those. It's very sad. Um, yeah, drug addict. Yeah, uh, Tozers and Kendrick immediately get a table after a quick walk and brawl. Gulacker squashes that and put the table away for the heat. Uh, Gulak put to- puts Tozers inside a trash can and gets a broom and hits the can with the broom. I thought it didn't make sense, but yeah, hey, no. it looked funny. Uh, they continue this broom-based offense with Kendrick. Broom-based uh, offense. Gulak nails Kendrick with the broom handle, and it did not look fun for Kendrick. Seriously, like Gulak just puts some stank on that. Yeah. Uh, they build heat on Kendrick, but counters with a double DDT on Gulak. Her uh, Gulak hits Tozers with a hot mic, but Tozers counters and does a shining wizard on Gallagher, and then throws a chair on him and Gulak. He screams. The audience screams. But they also want tables. Uh, Kendrick and Tozers tie Gulak into the ring ports with a bungee cord, rips his shirt off, and chop him until Gallagher stops both of them. Kendrick tosses Gallagher, Gallagher into Gulak into an office chair. Tozers to- tope suicidas into a trash can by Gulak. And then a slice bread number two from the second rope on Gallagher. Slice bread number three, maybe? It's number two. No, they said number two. Mm. So I guess this maybe is next week one. he's like, this is number three. Probably taught, uh, was it? Probably taught uh, Eva Marie the number three one. Did you hear about that? Like no, Brian, Ken- be, Brian Kendrick was like the trainer for Eva Marie uh, until you know, until you know the ending. Wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, um, yeah. So slice bread number two from the second rope on Gallagher for the pin and the win. I like the dynamic between Kendrick and Tazawa. I kind of it's I kind of kind of kind of reminds me of like a Han Solo it's Chewbacca kind of yeah. thing, where it's like you just kind of have this like roguish kind of individual with just a with a wild card person who barely talks and just yeah. yeah. You're fired. Ah, yeah. Ah. yeah. Um, and I can see Kendrick being like an endearing face now that he shaved. He kind of, yeah, I think he just kind of looks likable. It was always yeah. cool. Uh, but yeah, this was a 205 Live episode. And like I said earlier, it ended in like 45 minutes. So they padded the time with NXT commercials and tributes yeah, to the yeah, yeah, promos, yeah. which, you know, they got to inflate those I'm numbers. a little interested in that, mad, that, that main event. It was like Seth and AJ versus Dean and, and Brian. Yeah, that's that sounds like legit an internet, interesting. Yeah, that sounds like an internet. I mean, it was it aired yesterday. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I'll check it out. Yeah, is it up like on the network or it's I like think, a I, US, think it's, I think it's USA up on the. Thing. Oh, I don't know. I yeah, because it aired on USA, and I feel like that's like you know. Yeah. Way later. Oh yeah, yeah. They get weird about it. Yeah, but uh, NXT 
opens with a video package of a solemn cover of Wade in the Water, which I thought was... The so- oh, that song? Weird. Yeah, the Wade yeah. in the Water. Yeah, that's a slave song. Too, yeah. You don't normally... You don't know... Yeah. Wade in the Water is a slave song. Like, it's sung by I slaves. I don't know who slave is. Slaves. Like, American slaves. Oh, American-American oh, 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 I don't know. I thought it was a band called Slaves for a second. You know, honestly, I wouldn't blame you. But then, like, you know, yeah, that song. And I thought, like, wow, this is really interesting that WWE is, like, a WWE, like, is willing to, you know, make that cover. But whatever. Um, but it's also our main event. Aleister Black versus Johnny Gargano in a steel cage match. We got that to look forward to. The show started off like it was, uh, it felt like a pay-per-view. Yeah. But first, Io Shirai and Dakota Kai. Hey, that rhymes. Versus Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir, the Horsewomen. Oh, they, they, they look they look good. I think the Horsewomen. Uh, yeah. Uh, Duke keeps Kai grounded because MMA. Uh, Kai kicks Duke via penalty kick. Duke tags Shafir and does holds and mounted strikes because again MMA. Uh, these Horsewomen look greener than their own ring gear. What do you think of them? I mean, I think they look they look good for their... like performance wise. Oh. They were greener than their own. Oh ring yeah, gear. yeah, yeah. It yeah. like AOP also. It looks straight out of AOP in that War Games match. Yeah. It's lo- it looks like they're teaming with AOP in the War Games match. I like one shirt that says, like, let's like play, Roderick and the other one says, let's fight. I mean, it kind of, hey, no. Let's like play, Roderick let's Strong. Fight. Like, Marina Shafir is married to Roderick Strong, so she I guess is. there is that connection. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, Duke torques Kai's neck as they build build heat on her. Kai does the sneaky kick again on Duke and to build to build a tag to Io. Excuse me. Uh, Io gets the hot tag and does the hot tag things like a tiger faint kick and a springboard drop kick and a running double knees to the corner a la Manami Toyota, as Morrow would reference. Toyota! Uh, Io attempts a moonsault. Duke tries to stop it, but Kai kicks Duke, and she fills spills to the ground. Uh, moonsault lands on Shafir. Pin! Win! Welcome to NXT, ladies. Horsemen, I think horsewomen need work. Not much needs to be said about Io. I think she's ace material. Io? Yeah. Yeah, I love that mask, too. Yeah. That comes out pretty awesome. Uh, Dijak promo. Or, yeah, me, yeah. Dijakovic. Well, what? Right? That's what I'm saying, Not right? Di- Dijakovic? Dijakovic. Di- they say it weirdly. Dijakovic. Yeah, yeah Dijakovic or something like that. Yeah, I guess. It's fucking weird. It's I don't know. Yeah, dude, just call him Dijak. Uh, Dijak. He, he asks, what defines a man? He does, what, he does not see failure, and you will. Feast your eyes. And it's next. But first, Matt Riddle. The thing is, I take these Bro. notes along, like along the way. So when it says up next, I literally think it's actually up next. Yeah, yeah. No, I've gotten to those points. Uh, but but first, Matt Riddle. Uh, Riddle is asked by the media about the Cassius Ono attack last Bro. week. He says he doesn't blame him because he punked him on takeover. But he's got to go. See you later, bro. I swear. He's like a taller, buffer Steve-O. Yeah, bro. Except he's not doing crystal math. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, Steve-O's actually sober now. I think he's like five years sober. Oh, is he? That's awesome. Yeah. And he's like way smarter than he actually lets on. Oh, he's like Like doing something with dogs. No, but then, yeah, but then he actually has like some really, like he can really have the hold a really intelligent conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you ever, you should look up his appearance on the Eric Andre show. I'll check it out. It's insane. Um... Yeah, I think he talks about like the current like the v- current value of gold, and he goes like real intricate with it. And Eric Andre just goes along with it. He clearly doesn't know what he's talking he's like, about. Yeah, sure. But do. then Stevo just goes along with it. <laughs> it's it's a great. It's great. Eric Andre, Stevo. 
Dominic Di- Dijakovic. I got that. That takes a while to remember. You gotta you gotta phonetically smell it. I guess next time. Dijakovic uh, enters to a WWF attitude for the PlayStation One's finest custom song they could offer. Yeah. You ever played WWF attitude? Yeah, I had. I, I, mean, I got my eye on you. I had attitude. I mean, I, the agent. I don't remember the secret the agent theme song. Yeah. Uh, he faces a jobber whose name I'm not willing to rewind to find out. Uh, Dijak looks like Nigel circa 2006, but way more jacked. Oh, he's like three times the height, too, Yeah, of Nigel. But then you ever watch like old Nigel McGuinness matches? No. He kind of, like, Dijakovic, like, kind of looks like him, but if Dijakovic was, like, seven foot and was way more buff. Like, what? right down to the same hair. Like, they just kind of had the same hairstyle. Yeah. But, yeah. You should watch Nigel McGuinness matches. Like, some of his best matches are against Daniel Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a show. That sounds like show and tell material. I mean, but I already got my show and tell material. Okay, I'm serious. Nigel uh, McGuinness was a great wrestler. He's an I'm, okay commentator. Shut up, Corey. <laughs> Marlo tells the jobber's name is Aaron Mackey. Oh, mi- Mister, I don't care to know his name. His name's Aaron Mackey. Well, because Marlo told me. Thanks, Norm Marlo. <laughs> Uh, Dijak tells Mackie, time to fly! As he suplex tosses him across the ring, he tosses him some more, tells people to feast your eyes, grabs the back of Mackie's neck, torture rack flip into the knees, a.k.a. feast your eyes. I thought this actually looked really cool. Uh, pin and the win. Welcome to NXT, Dijakovic. He's it. been on before at NXT. Yeah, he had like a TV taping match that was on. He had a match with Keith Lee on TV. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's gonna be, it was really good." Well, the thing is, Dijak. Well, the thing is, he lost pretty fast. Dominic died because the and they called him Dijak. The reason the why that too. had so much buzz to it because they had a they had a match in PWG, which got five stars from Meltzer at Battle Los Angeles Day Three, I think. And mm-hmm. The fact that they only had like a television match on NXT, you know, says something. No Keith Lee on the show, by the way. Well, wow. it's been a while. Like I haven't. It's seen- been a while. Okay, I can't stay. Uh, heavy machinery video promoting yeah. that. Yeah. No, uh, promoting them in action. No mention of the call up though. Yeah, because they don't fucking. They don't want to promote. Inter- yeah. They don't want to promote them being gone. They're going, but they're gonna have a title match soon. So, <laughs> right? Yeah. They they need to book it like if they do some filmings where they come in and say we're being called up, but we're gonna take those titles with us to the main roster, at least to make it seem real. Mm. Uh, Dead Eye Regal is back again uh, with his tweet. Me and Daniel Bryanson back here. Again, it's I'm not talking about the profile picture. And again, I am, sir. The tweet is as follows. Congratulations on tonight's victory at Shirai IO. Let's see if you can keep that momentum going because you've qualified for next week's number one contender, Fatal 4-Way Match. (gasps) I'm just like, man, poor Dakota Kai. She did her part in that tag match. Yeah. Why isn't she in or whatever? Maybe because she lost to Shayna last week. Uh, Oh, yeah. Heavy Machinery is facing the Undisputed Era for the tag titles next week, like you said earlier. Uh, but they freeze jobbers tonight. They tell them like the steaks they eat. Mm. Uh, yeah. Undisputed Era appear and talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> Undisputed Era appear and talk shit, but distracts Tucky. But nonetheless, Tucky! they. But uh, but nonetheless, <laughs> they do a compact compactor. But let's go for the pin. They do another compactor on the other jobber. Otis takes both jobbers, compartmentalizes them for the compactor for the double pin. It was indeed a squash statement. Yeah. What was it? Take your jobber to work day at NXT? Because man, it was, it was yeah. like jobber central throughout you the entire show. Gotta get talent show. over. Like we failed. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Anyway, Black Gargano steel cage match. It's our main event. 
coming up next. Yeah. Black enters first, but Gargano... But first. I'm kidding. Sorry. Yeah. Black enters first to his music, but Gargano attacks mid-entrance. They walk and brawl, mostly in Gargano's favor. They enter the cage. Bell rings. Gargano runs for it immediately. Spinning back elbow from Black. No, nuts to the rope on Black, and he, as he screams in Dutch, he's like, oh... Yeah, it's, he has yeah, a really yeah, weird yeah, yeah. scream. Um, moonsault from Black. <laughs> yeah. Moonsault from Black on Gargano, but lands on his right knee. Johnny wrestling chants are, are then heard. Black knees Johnny. That'll make the, the, Johnny. No, Black knees Johnny. That'll make Kenny Omega blush. I swear, like he kind of just gives off those vibes. Like I feel like he's been watching like Kenny Omega matches, and like the way he slaps his thigh as knee makes contact. Yeah, like it just. It, it like textbook reminds me of Kenny Omega. Uh, Black is on top of the cage, but instead continues the match. Uh, Gargano attempts to escape, but there's Gargano escape as Black fights him <laughs> off. Gargano power bombs Black off the top rope, looking clean and crisp, which is par for the course for WWE's Wrestler of the Year in some outlets. Hint, hint. CWR awards next week. Um, strike exchange. Gargano super kicks Black, but runs into an E. Gargano stumbles into the cage. Stumbles into the cage door, which is always the spot I hate in cage matches. Where like, I really, I really just do not care for steel cage doors. Oh, <coughs> I think the whole escape route role is bullshit. I mean, like the ju- their justification for it is like, oh, I beat this person so hard. Yeah, I'm but gonna when, walk away. But when to, people are run, trying to run like, for like, like Johnny Gargano, he ran into the ring and tried to hop over the cage. Yeah, immediately. No, I understand That's that. Stupid. Like it makes no sense. There should be no NFW. Like I said, like I understand that, but then like they want to give the idea that like you should be some, stuck in that cage. But then somebody like, but then there's also that there's also that justification where like, oh, you beat this person so badly, they're not going to get up and they're satisfied. Their bloodlust is is quenched. You know what I mean? I mean? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, where am I? Russian leg sweep into the Gargano escape. Black lifts Gargano up and rams him into the cage, but Gargano holds on. He tries it again, but Gargano grabs the cage and attempts to escape, but Black stops him. Both are now on top. Gargano falls off. Meteora from the top by Black. Lawn dart snake eyes on Black to the post and onto the cage. Gargano smiles menacingly. Uh, he grabs Black's head. Black's head. That's, that sounds weird, like blackheads. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, and says that he absolves him of his sins. And then a black mask from Black. Gargano, dazed, still tries to escape from the top. Black tries to escape to the door. Ciampa suddenly appears and crashes the door onto Black's uh, Black's head. I say again. Uh, And I thought this spot was like shades of Michael Hayes of the WCCW, which, you know, I hate to bring up, but that really was what I was reminded of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DIY chants start. DIY. Uh, Gargano and Champa stare at each other. DIY chants continue. Champa then looks like he's controlling Gargano and do the tandem double knee, just like the days of DIY. Uh, Gargano covers Black for the pin and win. Champa smiles like the mastermind he is as we close the show. You know, on paper, this match should have been a home run. And while it was still a very good match with like pretty good storytelling, I kind of felt it was more of a stepping stone. Yeah. And I thought at the end of the day, the cage was a little unnecessary considering how this ended. Like you end feuds with programs. No, you end feuds and programs with a cage. Like not advance them. Like I still thought it was a pretty good match, albeit a little less of a big fight feel like they had at TakeOver. And I feel like the TakeOver match was better. And, you know, that didn't even involve a cage. So I just it was a little bit overindulgent. Yeah. But 
I, you know, nonetheless, it was still a good match, and they still continue to be one of the best performers good. in the entire company. So and DIY, I mean, I mean, fuck, are they are they back together now? I don't know. I'm still, I don't know. I, I, I've had my gripes about the overall direction of Johnny Gargano's character. You uh-huh. know, I just it feels a little bit unnecessary. But they are trying to tell. I guess you know, I'm just conditioned to see things as they are right now. Yeah, and uh, we'll. See. You know, we know the the culture of, of NXT and how they really do try to draw these out, and they most likely execute. They they most likely stick the landing. You know, they have a pretty good track record of that. So I don't know. Looking at it in the capsule, I'm still not a big fan of the Johnny Gargano heel turn, but he'll probably turn face again, and it'll probably be awesome, and all is forgiven. So yeah. we'll see how yeah, it goes. We'll see. NXT. NXT. It was fun. a good show. It good went show. by fast. Jobber City USA. That's why. That's true. Yeah. We move on to from NXT. We're done with done with our main show reviews. My throat fucking hurts, by the way. It's okay because you get to you get to take a break now. Now we move on to Wrestling Show and Tell, sponsored by Sprite. Oh, I love a Sprite right now. I know. I don't know why I said that. I felt bad saying that. Uh this week's uh, Wrestling Show and Tell is my pick. So we're going with um with my pick I chose last week. Go for it. It might be a little warm, but Anything, 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 dude. Um, it's a barbed wire death match. Does uh, a Cactus Jack versus Terry Funk? Uh, you like it? This is really good. I'm drinking a sparkling ice. You know what? No, fuck Sprite. This show, this sex segment is brought to you by Sparkling Ice Kiwi Strawberry. Oh, fuck! I just spent the Sprite money already, dude. We'll spend this money too. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so like I said, my pick this week was for wrestling show and tell was Cactus Jack versus Terry Thank Funk. Thank you, by the way. Yeah. Uh, King of the Death Match, 1995 in the was it the Kawasaki Stadium in Japan, uh-huh. Tokyo, Japan. Um, it's a barbed wire death match with a 10-minute time limit. With this a, was the finals of a tournament. Yes, a 10-minute uh, time limit with an exploding C4 ring, uh, exploding C4 boards all around the ring. It wasn't a time limit. It was more like 10 minutes until the ring explodes. Pretty um, much. Yeah, it's um yeah and yeah it was kind of it it was crazy. Um, it's very. It plays a big role in history, but it wasn't that great of a match. I'll be honest. I want. I chose it because I wanted to teach myself a little bit of history. I wanted to force myself to watch this. Also, the Mick Foley. Let me. Like I thought, the Mick Foley narration. It kind of went in and out of like helping the context of the match. Like, oh, he's actually like saying play by play for it. But then, oh, because it wasn't like with that video. Yeah, that, because that was it wasn't added that yeah, to it. Yeah, I know. It was like because they were book. they were just planting out excerpts of the audio audiobook version of have a nice day by mcfoley as he describes the match yeah that was like and i thought yeah no it this brought a lot of historical context to it and then you felt there was kind of a lull or running out of material so there was just kind of reaching Mm -hmm. moments i mean yeah like there were like there were certain lines where he's like he talked about like the 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 battle scars he had during that match like where he talked about his home and like smelling smoke yeah. yeah Um, so the match starts off, uh, I think Mick Foley talks about how he, uh, it was really hard to get this match going because, you know, it's a match, or it's a ring surrounded by barbed wire, so you can't really start throwing each other all around the ring. Um, there's strikes to Cactus Jack by Terry Funk. Um, a lot of collar and elbow tie-ups to start the match. Eventually, Terry Funk pulled out one of the C4 rigged boards to the middle of the ring. That's when Cactus pushed Funk's head uh, into a bunch of the barbed wire. And that's when Cactus Jack takes over in the match. What were you going to say? Uh, there was a moment where, like, 
uh, Mick Foley. I'm just uh, I should just call him Cactus Jack. Whatever, yeah, yeah, or Cactus Jack. He like he would have these like really weird sounding laughs in between stomps, like, <laughs> and I thought that was the fact that that was probably my favorite moment of the match, despite of all these barbed wire. And explosions going on. Maybe that was it kind of speaks volumes thing. about that match. Yeah, like I'm not rest like I'm not like too versed in hardcore matches, hardcore death matches, and I know that is like a very popular niche for certain for certain people, yeah, especially yeah. in Japan. Yeah, where, you know, like you have women in their like in their middle aged women attending those shows. They they would draw. Very oh yeah, well. it's crazy. It's very crazy. I always think it's funny how many like middle aged women are at like wrestling New Japan. New Japan. Japan. Yeah. Like they have like it's a very steep variety of like demographics with They're like Japan. very nicely dressed too. And they, yeah. yeah they look like and they, they're very respectful. It's kind of crazy. Um multiple strikes to Terry Funk. That's when Terry Funk Terry Funk falls on the C four board. And these explosions on the boards, they they're not like full they they actually they don't look that bad, but if you land uh, there over, was a particular there was one that where Cactus Jack brought up later. Good. <laughs> yeah, um, Funk is then covered in blood uh, since the beginning of the match. Dragon suplex to Cactus Jack, but okay, the dragon suplex all, like, wasn't that great. Two minutes in, Terry Funk's covered in blood. Yeah, well, yeah, they tried. I think they tried to bust each other open yeah. right when the match started because I think um, Cactus even says something on the commentary about how Terry tried to throw a couple punches at me to open up a gash on my head. Uh, Cactus is then thrown into another C4 board with a hip toss, um, but was able to actually uh, not fall exactly on the explosion, so he got out of the way of that one. Eventually, he got a spool of barbed wire and went after Terry Funk with that. Then eventually, Zangief from uh, Street Fighter came into yeah, the ring. I was kind of hoping that Mick Foley's narration would explain <laughs> nope. this, but nope. I Okay, so I think that is the actual wrestler that 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 inspired Zangief. Because I know there was a wrestler is, uh, in in Japan Alexi days. Alexi Corellin. I think. Yeah. Don't quote me. But this is in his later days. So he did look older in this one. No, yeah. No, Zangief was directly inspired by a Russian wrestler. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was that wrestler. Uh, so he's helping Terry Funk beat down, or, or Cactus Jack beat down on Terry Funk. They set up a C4, bore in the middle of the ring, or the corner, whip him into it, exploding on impact. Double arm DDT to Funk. Then the countdown starts to the ring explosion. 10, 9, 8. Two, one. Well, the and then like four little pyros go off on each side of the like, ring. Pew, pew, and literally, I think the crowd was like, "What?" And then they started booing. And then as soon as, as soon as Terry Funk got up, he just kind of had this most confused look on his face. And then he tried to hype the crowd up, or no, he tried to make sure like. Like Mick Foley, he describes it in his um in his book where he just says like he was trying to spin it off like it wasn't his fault as they were booing. Yeah, like he was in on the explosion. Yeah, yeah. Because of course he was. He was going to take that explosion pump, uh, explosion bump because he's fucking Terry Funk and he's goddamn insane. And so I just thought as soon as that happens, like, oh boy, Corey, what did you show? What did you give me? Uh, then Jack uh, gets back into the ring because I heard this match was infamous, but I didn't know well, it, it was, was pretty infamous. It was infamous. <laughs> uh, he gets back into the ring. Funk throws Jack into the C4 board. Uh, that's when Jack. He later says he felt like someone shot him in the arm due to landing exactly on the explosion. Oh my god! Um, he just tried. He said he, but he said you know it was like whatever because he was already in so much pain that he didn't really feel it. Uh, elbow. He sets up a ladder, hits an elbow drop to Terry Funk off of a ladder. That's when Jack tries to climb up the ladder again, and Terry Funk pushes him off, and he lands directly into the barbed wire. Because, of course. Oh, my God. It's a hardcore match, Corey. And then 
Terry Funk just kind of passes out. And then he doesn't respond to anything. And the Foley also says this in the within the narration where it was unclimactic. Uh, yeah, finished the match. Well, no, like Foley, he bought. Yeah, you, you mentioned earlier he botches a ladder spot. He just kind of just falls falls flat on the side of his hip. Yeah, which would be one of millions of hip bumps that he would take, and part of the reason why he can barely walk anymore. Right, right. right. And yeah, he kind of just pins. Terry Funk, and then it just was, it kind of just died a, a slow death. Because it looked like it was supposed to go longer, because Terry Funk did try to get his arm up. It looked like a legitimate, like, oh, we need to stop this match now. Well, the ref was like, when he was going for that three, it was kind of like, yeah, all one, right. two, all right, three, fuck we're, it. We're doing this, three. Yeah. Oh, well, too late. Yeah. You're, yeah. Corey, so, I thought this match did not age well. In fact, I thought it was a really bad match. I thought um, it was sloppy. No, I yeah, I absolutely agree with uh, you. Terry Funk looked like death, and I just wasn't entertained. Entertained. Like, I think despite this, despite this, um, no, go ahead. No, Sorry. no, I was gonna say uh, good thing about wrestling show and tell is that we're not here to talk about just good wrestling. We're here to talk okay. about just wrestling we want to talk about. Yeah, you know, uh, for any which reason. Yeah. Despite this, uh, I understand its significance on how it catapulted Foley's career and the fact that this was 1995. It probably made it seem quite revolutionary at the time. I'm not sure. I wasn't yeah. there. I mean, I was only two. Um, but yeah, I cue the historians telling me, like, Michael, you believe, you know, the first death match was like 1970 with, uh, with Harley Race. You're like, I don't care. Have you like, seen this one? Like, whatever, man. We're not the observer. As yeah. much as we try to be. Yeah. But that's the, show and tell, right? The City Wrestling Radio Observers. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But that was my show and tell for this week. What do we got wrestling. on store for next week? Next week's wrestling show and tell. Is it next week's? Yes, Ooh, it is. Yes, it's it going is. to be. Yeah. Oh, we have to go. We have to come in. Uh, we got to come in on the twenty sixth, anyways, to do the award show. That's true. Actually, the award show next week is the award show. The best of two thousand and eighteen, sponsored by City Wrestling Radio. It's City Wrestling Radio. City, City Wrestling Radio. The CWREs, the best award show in professional wrestling podcast. It's just the year end awards. It's Sorry, the CWREs. We couldn't, we, couldn't, we couldn't copyright CWREs. I mean, copyright as in I couldn't find a meaningful way to Photoshop. I just mailed. I just I just mailed it to myself. No, it's CWR dash Y. Okay. CWRE. All right. Cool. Okay. What What anyway, do you got on store for next week? Next week's wrestling show and tell. TDT Budokan Peter Pan 2012 15th anniversary August 12 2012 Budokan Hall Kenny Omega versus yeah. Kota Ibushi for the KOD Open Weight Championship. This wow. is the match. This is pretty. This is the infamous match that got Kota Ibushi banned from the Budokan Hall until the G1 Finals show this year. Why? Listen and find out. We'll find out next week. Find out next week. That's awesome. Okay, cool, nice. You got the link? Uh, no, you have to send me one. It's on the st- it's on the Slack. Cool. I got the link then. Okay. If it's on Slack, it's in my phone. It's in my butt. And you, listener, just. Freaking Google Kenny Omega. Oh, I'll put uh, the link on Koto Bushi DDT. You'll find it because oh boy, what a match! Okay, this was a match that Juice Robinson, formerly known as CJ Parker, uh, watched re- watched repeatedly on loop all the time during his stint on NXT. And you know who else was in attendance? Who was employed by DDT at the time? Listen, baby, Sammy Zayn. Listen, baby, Sammy Zayn over here. He's employed by DDT, baby. Not, okay, well, okay. Sammy Zane, and All he right. came over here and hang up me with Dusty Rhodes. So I'm just going Dusty C.J. Parker. Yeah, I know. Anyway. Before we week. get out of here, guys, we are going to be out. We're out of the studios. Well, I live in the studio, but you guys are going to be out of the studio for a good while. So 
I got to give a Probably rundown. Ever, I got to give a rundown of all these birthdays that are going on. I'm not going to give exact details, but these are the, per- the birthdays happening from today, December 21st, to Tuesday, Christmas, December 25th. So we kick off today. Happy birthday, Mauro Ranallo. I don't have ages and all that stuff today, but doesn't matter. Mauro Ranallo, happy birthday. Primo Cologne, Oni Lorkin, Otis Dozovich, all born December 21st. Happy birthday. Like the happy birthday song by Stevie Wonder, it's my birthday. Also, turning uh, a certain age <laughs> on December 22nd, celebrating by himself, we have one good brother, Luke Gallows. Happy That's birthday. So sad. <laughs> He's just like, oh. he has a son. Like okay. He has a son. He got kids. He got kids. He got, like kid. Slater. He got yeah. kid. Um, on the 23rd, we have two birthdays, the Great Muda. Happy birthday, Great Muda, and Jamie Noble. Go great Muda. Here's some. Here's a pair of knees for you. Christmas Eve, we have uh, we have another birthday. Oh no, Cassius Ono. Uh, happy birthday, Cassius. Maybe Ono. that's why he's so mad. He, 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 yeah. Maybe that's why he's mad at Matt Riddle. And on Christmas, we have two birthdays. We have one. Who's Raka Khan? <laughs> I don't know. You're reading it. All right, Raka Khan. Happy birthday. And turning, uh, was it eighty for ninety five, two thousand five. 33 years old. Wow, he's only 33 years old. Born on December 25th. Born on Rusev Day. Happy birthday, Rusev. Wait. He's a Christmas baby. He's a Christmas baby? He's a Christmas baby. And spoiler alert for SmackDown tapings. He won He won the title in his birthday? The day before. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. On Rusev Day. He won it the title Rusev on Rusev Day. He won the title on Rusev Day. Congratulations, Rusev. So... Makes you want, it makes you think, oh. like, maybe we should have did this live. Oh, ow. Nah. I bet you they'd want to spend time with their families. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they got so fucking mad. Like, that was a big deal. That was apparently a really big well, deal. Well, Dave Meltzer even came out and was like, to anyone that was like, yeah, uh, anyone that not, like. Please go away. Don't, don't at me. Don't at me, bro. Uh, don't at me. Uh, uh, don't at me, bro. Or else we get some serious beef, bruh. Yeah, bruh. Bruh. Yeah, bruh. I mean, he was born and hey, raised in San Jose, man. We'll All right. around in the Bay. Michael, let's get out of here. Let's start oh winter it's, vacation. It's never going to end. It's winter vacation. No, it's not. There is no bottom, Corey. Everything hurts. <laughs> Honey, you say there's no bottom? Honey, there's oh, plenty okay. of bottoms in San Francisco. Again, why has everything got to be so sexual, Corey? Because that's the story of my life. Corey's story. Corey's story. Yeah, why isn't that like a name of a podcast for you? Corey's, Corey's story. Stories. Where I'm here to read fairy tales and give you my perverted opinions on them. Like, oh, dude, this... this Puff the Magic Dragon? Yes. You know where that's going. <laughs> Marijuana. Marijuana, go home. Let's go, Michael. Um, huh? yeah. okay. For City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, for me, Corey Smith, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Corey Smith. And he's Corey Smith. Um, I'm Michael Vergara. And we will see you next week with the CWREs. The City Wrestling Radio. And hey guys, it's former WWE superstar Hornswoggle here. The Keep tuning in to City Wrestling Radio. We're going to get drunk and talk about the worst of 2018. I don't know if you guys want to. But I'm going to pop up a bottle of champagne for the show as well. Um, guys, have a happy holidays, whichever holiday you celebrate. Uh, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Merry everything. Happy holidays. Nothing from my So Alright guys. We'll see you later. Have a happy holiday. Bye. Michael doesn't Michael.
Michael doesn't want to say bye. Okay. Bye for Michael too.